tired of the everyday grind. Want to get away from it all. Descent into Paradise. everybody from sunny Florida. Here's wishing you the best of everything. And it's my personal belief that the best of everything comes from right down here. Well, hey, everybody, this is Steph from Just a Day in Paradise.com, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Just a Podcast in Paradise, the Florida show. Me and the dip crew love living in the Sunshine State, and it's our goal to help you plan for your very own day in paradise. Follow along as we explore the keys, theme parks, springs, and everything in between. If you're new here, be sure to hit that subscribe button so we can notify you when our new episodes are live. Also, be sure to follow the links in our show notes to dive even deeper in the discussion and fun after the show. As you know, we're always going to have a drink with you, and today we're enjoying a cocktail that I've named the Gator Punch. We're ready if you are, so kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. Hello, Megan and Garrett. Hello. Good afternoon. Greetings and also salutations. And good tidings. Of great joy. Wait, that's a, that's for the Christmas episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Steph, I noticed you started saying, the Florida show. I did. You want to know why? Because you just found out this this was a good show to listen to if you're from Florida. Yeah. Well, I knew that. Uh, but a little thing called search engine optimization just a podcast in paradise wouldn't necessarily tell you that the show's about Florida. So it changed the name in right. iTunes to just a podcast in paradise colon the Florida show. Huh. Nice. Okay. Nice. And we've gotten a lot more listeners since then. So wow. if, really? you, if you search for Florida shows on iTunes, thanks for tuning in. I was thinking that I've gotten to the point where I literally say it with you when you're like, yeah. Kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. And then there we go. There we go. That's a, that's off. the tagline. There. Zinger. Uh, so if you tuned in last week, you saw that we had a dip crew rewind of our Shark Week episode. <laughs> rewind. Uh, that was a good episode. It was. It was. Uh, in the long, the long one. ago. In the before time. Uh, because Maggie had uh, emergency that you had to miss. I did. So we rescheduled this interview for today. Uh, and so Gator Punch... Megan's okay, though. ...was supposed to be... Oh, yeah. Are you okay? I'm totally fine. Everyone was worried. It was a false alarm. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, the, okay. So it was going to be different ingredients, but that's the thing. So it's kind of like a tiki drink. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing about them is it's kind of like uh, just a mess of tropical ingredients. So if I served you this and called it Gator Punch, would you be like, okay... I get it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? I, would, I wish delicious. there was like a gator, like, um, mm. oh, like, know, like, a, like a candy, like a gummy, like yeah. gummy like, candy. Yeah. yeah. yeah Coming out of the, cause there's mint garnish. I, I think so May, if he was in there, I think Steph cool. has some of those lying around. She probably should have put <laughs> I them should. I should. Yeah. But you know, we're on a budget here, so I can't <laughs> just like a gator, emergency order like, candy. Those little like gator paws and stuff that you can buy. Really that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> or drink it out of an alligator head yeah. that you got at a gas yeah. station somewhere. In a, there's got to be the gator tiki mug. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah, we'll find one. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, if you know where we can find a gator tiki mug, hit us up at the Ugh. dip crew on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this week, as you can probably tell, it's going to be all about gators. 
Mm -hmm. I'm surprised having, you know, the Florida show Mm -hmm. for what, a year and a half probably? Yeah. This is our 53rd episode. crap. 53 episodes and we've never done a show about theaters. So let me tell you what made me think of it and why we we should do this. Uh, So there was a news story a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that said a little something like Florida man steals alligator from a golf course, tries teaching it a lesson by throwing it on the roof of a bar. Did you hear about this? I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I have statements and questions. Okay. Well, I don't have all of the information, but I do know that the gator is safe. Oh, good. And the last I checked, the guy was in custody. What did he mean by like, teaching it a lesson for what? Existing and it's in a golf course? In his natural or? habitat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he literally just got... And yeah. you put it on the roof of a bar to be like, look at this. Look at what is not your natural habitat. But yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you in a yeah. natural habitat. Right. And yeah. at the end of the day, alligators are one of the amazing creatures that call Florida home. Like any predator, the more you know about them, the more you can safely coincide with and even admire them. So on today's show, we'll be inviting on our friend Alligator Frank or Alligator Rob. We're going to have to ask him. Okay. We're going to ask him what, more what specifically. What do you prefer? What is the correct way to address an alligator wrangler? Uh, and he's going to teach us all about our official state reptile. Were you going to say something? I prefer alligator Frank. It seems like I do too. brand. But his social media says alligator Rob. So we're going we're gonna to get to the bottom of this. Uh, and then later in the show, we're going to go over all the places you can safely observe the magnificent Florida gator. Stay tuned. Ooh. Cool. Thanks for picking me up for drinks. No problem. I saw there's this new cocktail bar that just opened I thought we could try. That sounds fun. Here it is. Ooh, gosh, this place looks exotic. Wow, this place looks great. I feel like we've been transported to Havana or something. I know, the energy here is like electric. Let's grab a cocktail and get the party started. I think that's the bartender with her back to us. Excuse me, we would like a drink, please. Whoa, Alyssa, is that you? Oh, hey guys, I'm so happy to see you. Us too, but what are you doing here? Well, I found these bottles of Big Five Rum and I just felt inspired to start mixing things up, you know? So I make myself this cocktail. Uh Uh-huh. It's amazing. And next thing I know, I'm in this awesome social club surrounded by all these hip people and everyone wants some of my quality libations, you know? Here, try this and you'll get it. Okay, bottoms up. Wow, Alyssa, this is incredible. Such bold flavors and quality ingredients. It makes me want to kick back and celebrate. No kidding. It's like a vacation in a glass. Alyssa, what's your secret? I'm telling you, it's the Big Five Rum, inspired by the social clubs of Havana in the 1950s. Big Five Rums embody the laid-back, upbeat energy of Cuba's bustling social scene. Oh, and it's made in Florida, you guys. Florida-made. Cuban-inspired. Enjoyed anywhere. Pick up a couple bottles and enjoy $5 off at BigFiveRum.com using promo code JUSTADIP. Cheers! Cheers! Everybody, thanks.
thanks for coming back after our break. Next up, like I promised, we're very excited. We have Alligator Rob. He's a Florida native that has worked professionally with wildlife for 26 years. He's caught crocodilians for FWC, NASA, and DOD, capturing as many as 400 animals a year. He's published two books, The Adventures of Chicago Chance and Our American Alligator. He even has his own bobblehead, which I'm pretty jealous of. So welcome on to the show, Alligator Rob. Howdy. Thank you all for having me. Really appreciate it, guys. Yeah, we're really excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. So Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. Yeah, and we're really excited. We this is actually our fifty third episode, uh, and nice. Megan, yeah, Megan was talking about earlier. How is it that we have a Florida show, and this is the first time we're talking about alligators? <laughs> it, uh, it's uh, it was it was bound to get there, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All roads lead to an alligator here in Florida. Uh, so we're we're gonna jump right into some of our questions. Uh, this. I actually got to thinking about alligators. I talked a little bit about this earlier in the show because there's been a lot of news articles as of late uh, around people trying to go semi-pro in alligator wrangling, which is definitely not something that you want to do. But I would imagine that even the people with the best intentions have to start somewhere. So how did you get into alligator wrangling? Is this your life in prison? Really? No, seriously. Okay. Um, no, uh, it was, it's been a kind of family trait. Okay. My, uh, my uncle was doing the work when I was in middle school and I guess I started helping him as a, uh, freshman in high school. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we got our start. It's been a, been a family trait for a very long time. I guess the, the next natural question would be, do you still have all your fingers and toes intact? Ma'am, yeah, praise God. I have a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a pretty nice brand on top of these shoulders and uh, I, you know, while not being the biggest guy, everybody has to find a different way of working with these animals, if, especially if you've been working with them over time, and you find things that you can get away with without getting yourself hurt or putting the animal in danger. And once you've got that worked out, then it's being methodical, doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. While it be in different situations, you can handle things in a similar fashion, and it, it works out pretty well. But never, yeah, never taken a bite and have all my digits. Yeah, <laughs> That's thank good. God. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So it becomes like second nature to you. Right. So, yeah, it's some people run into burning buildings and some people catch uh, bad guys and some people play with alligators. It, it is what it is. <laughs> Something for everybody out there. <laughs> no doubt about it. So what are some common misconceptions about alligators? Uh, you hear the word aggressive all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've caught thousands and thousands of alligators so i've never met a single aggressive one Aww. uh they can be conditioned you know when people start feeding the fish and the turtles and everything else and they yeah, right. end up coming to you at that point mm-hmm. and people think it's a the alligators being aggressive well no you you've been uh kind of an idiot and you're feeding <laughs> you're feeding the animals and what do you expect they they become accustomed to that kind yeah. of thing very quickly and next thing you know it's uh an alligator coming to you that in nesting season Nesting supposedly always makes them nesting and mating always it makes them aggressive. Mm-hmm. Well, as aggressive anybody as anybody is when they're in love, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> right. Uh, right, of course. if you're having an aggressive relationship, something's probably wrong. Right. And it's uh, <laughs> it's not true at all. They're just more active those times of the year. Uh, it's a word that should never be used along with crocodilians of any sort. Wow, I love that. Yeah, it's funny. The times that I've seen them, they're always just sunbathing. Yeah. You know, they're very chill. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much just hanging out. They get a bad rap because they have a, a fancy smile that shows a lot of teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. 
So as They're always a, smiling. So as a, uh, you know, a born and raised Floridian, uh, in school, we were actually taught a lot about alligators and biology and everything. And one of the things that, uh, that was said was if an alligator is chasing you, you run in a zigzag. Will that <laughs> <Yeah>. work? <laughs> That's uh, one of the things I actually wrote about in my book. Um, so, number one, alligator's not going to ever chase you. Uh, number two, no, if you think about the way a zigzag works, if something's running after you in a straight line and you're running zigzags, you're making it easier for them to run a straight line and catch you. Uh-huh. There's you know less distance behind a straight line than there is zigzags. No, right. it's the whole thing. I've heard people say, well, if you do that, they flip over on their backs. Well, you've apparently never... Yeah. Seen alligator move. He's not going to flip on his back. So yeah, this is not how it works. The amount of times I've actually like been up and close and personal with an alligator. I mean, yeah, they never have chased. They're they're very slow and everything. Uh, but turns out my teachers wanted all of us to die <laughs> if they ever did chase us. It's like a like a really long prank that all the yeah, teachers. Really have. <laughs> It's, I hear it so often, it's about ridiculous at this point. Yeah, and I know we just met, but uh, I'm pretty accident prone. And if I'm running in a zigzag, that's like 10 times more likely that I'm going to fall and bust yeah, my butt. You broke both ankles by that point. Right. And then, yeah, then the alligator's like, well, I don't have a choice but to do something. Right, what yeah. Do I do now? yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to waste She's this. almost teasing me. She's right. teasing me. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So we have, so Garrett's been born and raised in Florida, and Megan and I have lived in Florida for pretty much ever. Uh, and there's alligators a lot of places, but we have a lot of listeners that are tourists in Florida and, you know, coming here, they might want to get to know one a little bit more, uh, or maybe get to observe one. So where would you suggest, uh, that whether you're a visitor, whether you're just on a staycation, that is a good place to observe or interact with alligators? Uh, your local wildlife refuge, uh, every County has different, uh, protected lands and, U.S. Fish and Wildlife has several areas around the state uh, where you can go see them. Over here on our coast, it's the Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, the center part of the state, there's different areas over there, and there's different areas toward Tampa as well. But uh, go to a wildlife preserve, and don't make the mistake of feeling like you have to have a wildlife interaction. Mm. You don't need to go uh, pet the bunny rabbits or <laughs> go uh, caress the birds or whatever it might be. Stand back from a distance, watch them, enjoy them, and appreciate them doing their thing the way they're supposed to. Yeah, we have we uh, are based out of Naples, and we have the Corkscrew Swamp Sanctuary. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, but I've heard of it. Yeah, they have um, these big, I don't know, these big, like, expansive wetlands that has, like, the lettuce on, yeah, on the water. Like- yeah, and there's almost always baby alligators. Yes. It's pretty it's awesome. How far are you guys from Turkey Point? I don't know where Turkey, Turkey Point, Point is. Yeah. I don't know where that like is. Like the, uh, the the nuclear power plant? You, you guys oh, anywhere that, near that down there? Is that in Fort Myers? I think Homestead. it might be. Is it Homestead? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, like so we're not hours. far from that. Yeah. Depends on traffic. Yeah. I don't have to. I hours. caught a crocodile from there once. Oh, oh wow. cool. They, they actually made his way up to the Cocoa Beach Pier. That was a pretty interesting story. Wow. So that's that's my connection with South Florida at this point. <laughs> that's, yeah. South Florida gets a little crazy. And I always forget that there's crocodiles here. How do you How do you tell the difference? Uh, everything about them is pretty much different. Uh, they have a, an over and underbite. They have a, their fourth tooth in the bottom is exposed. They're a different color. Uh, they're a different shape. Their osteoderms in their back are in different places. You see one next to the other one, you go, why in the world do people not it's understand obvious. the differences? <laughs> right. Oh, Fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they the native? Reason the American, yeah. Yeah. The American oh. crocodile is. And the whole reason the American alligator is protected is because of its similarity and look to the American crocodile. There's mm. people that 
are experts that can't tell the difference. If you went and looked at them both side by side one time, you would know the difference. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, there's a thousand pairs of American Crocs in the state, so that's the whole reason the alligator is still on the, on the protected list. Interesting. That's so cool. I'm full of weird information. No, I love no, that. That's good. why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so what what should people do if they actually see an alligator? Like, I mean, we have a lot of tourists. I mean, a lot of Floridians already know what they should probably do. But uh, we have a lot of tourists here. What should they do? Uh, sit back and enjoy them. Yeah, sit back and enjoy them from a distance. If you come across the instance where one's on your front porch or one's walking across your driveway or at the door of your local supermarket or hospital or wherever it might be, because it, you, know, you name the situation, I've pretty much seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you got to do is back off and give them some space. Everybody likes to crowd them, uh, whether that be law enforcement or you know the, the locals in the area. Everybody wants to get the YouTube video. You just back off and give them space. They will move on. They just get turned around sometimes. Mm-hmm. The same way, you know, we're walking out to our car. We forget where we park sometimes in the parking lot. <laughs> yep. It's the same thing. They just go, wow, okay. Was it uh, A, B, C, or D? Well, I, let's try A and see if it works out. Nope. It was probably D. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have a cell phone that they can put their notes in. So that, that 100%. They ain't got a little beeper on the car to set the alarm right, off either. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, no opposable thumbs. No opposable thumbs. <laughs> right. Just like the doggies. Um, <laughs> so... We've talked a lot about where we can find them, where they can, where people can see them, uh, which tells me that they uh, play a pretty integral part in our ecosystem. So can you tell us a little bit more about why they're important and why we shouldn't be afraid? Oh, they're so, this is a deep question, a good question too. Uh, so they're a keystone species, uh, which means they themselves provide habitat, home, and food for pretty much everything else in the ecosystem. If they were to, if something was happening and there were no alligators in an area, you would see every other species dwindle. I mean, mm-hmm. just it would be, it's the same as a gopher tortoise. How a gopher tortoise provides commensals or homes for what three hundred and something other animals. That the alligator is the same has the same impact. There's hundreds of animals that depend on them daily to survive. Uh, that's not been getting into the health aspects of it people don't realize that the American alligator and crocodilians in general, their endocrine system is a direct match for ours. So that means their prostate, thyroid, liver, kidney functions, and their hormones, their, their like reproductive hormones are the, are 99.5% the same as a humans. Wow. So what we do is we use that animal as a sentinel species for human health in the area. We'll go out, we'll catch them. We'll take blood tissue, urine, and we'll, analyze that for heavy metals, toxins, every methyl ethyl bad thing you can think of because them being an apex predator, eating everything, they're, they're like a floating file. Uh, they're oh, just yeah. there waiting for you to tell them, tell, you take blood and they tell you everything that's happening in the local area. Uh, they're probably the eventual cure for cancer. Uh, although what AIDS is now a chronic disease and not a, a fatal disease, they're probably the eventual cure for AIDS. Wow. Their blood kills every known bacteria and virus on contact, uh, including the HIV virus. I mean, they just, they are probably the uh, eventual cure for any kind of blood loss. Uh, they have a clotting factor that science still cannot understand. Um, just think if, you know, you had somebody out in the battlefield or in a bad accident and they lost an arm or a leg and you had a way to clot that immediately, right? which is what they can do. I mean, they can lose a tail. They can lose all their arms. They can lose, right. they can have lungs hanging out. 
and they can their blood a clot right then and there. I mean, it's like jelly as as quick as it hits the air. Wow. There's so many things we understand about a teaspoonful, and you know, a 2,500 square foot house. I mean, uh, they they are so important. If people just didn't. We take them for granted here in Florida, mm-hmm. but they they are a vital part of what we do for so many reasons. Um, yeah, if that didn't blow your minds, I don't know. It where did. I, I had no <laughs> yeah. idea. I'm like, well, what are we waiting for? We got to get out there and study the alligators. Well, that's the yes. That's what my nonprofit does. Yeah, uh, ears. Right is the name of it. Yes, ma'am. Yep. No, that's what we we do. I'm actually going into Belize here in a couple of weeks to start doing the same studies down there with them on American and more let's crocodiles. Uh, we do this here. Uh, we do it in North Carolina with NC state. Um, it, it's quite the blessing. And at the same time, it really kind of makes you stand back and go, wow, we are really screwing up the earth. Yeah. <laughs> we find a way to kind of screw up everything. And the fact that these animals are there waiting to tell you this stuff and nobody until here, whatever, maybe the past 20 or 30 years, has really started working with crocodilians. It's just, it's all this information has been there and we just haven't reached out to grab it yet. Yeah. You know, I I was looking into a lot of what you guys do with ears and I know that our listener base is always really supportive, especially when it comes to doing our part to help support the ecosystem. So what can anyone that's listening, that's like, Oh my gosh, I want to try to help. However I can, how can they support ears and, and what you're doing to study the alligators? Uh, yeah, they can go over to the website, which is eearss.org. It's ears with an extra E and an extra S. Uh, and donate or buy. Uh, we have a couple of books on there. Fixing to have an audio book and uh, some T-shirts. We got stickers on there, too, two different things. <clears throat> or you can just hit the Donate Now button and donate to what we're doing. Uh, it's Every little bit makes a difference. We do a lot of different biodiversity uh, studies, too on different properties around Brevard County over here where we're at. So it's just, we're, we're into a little bit of everything, uh, educational programs too, for schools, uh, local governments, state governments do the same thing for NASA and DOD as well when they need educational programs, which happens a couple of times a year. Yeah. But we're kind of, we're kind of a little bit into all of it. That's so awesome. Well, thank you. As you you can tell, it's something I enjoy talking about, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, it's been my life for so long and it's, it's, I mean, it's part of who I am. I feel like, you know, it, it's maybe a little bit strange to kind of know what the good Lord put you here, but I kind of, you know, I know I know why I'm here. You're like an alligator angel. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You said That's, I can call you whatever I want. Yes, ma'am, you can. <laughs> sure, sure thing, yeah. But I've never heard that one. I like that there one, too. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It really is incredible. I had no idea their medical potential. I yeah. Mean, I, I'm a Floridian, but I've always been kind of afraid of alligators. I just can't help it. Especially when it comes into like going into fresh water. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a tourist, if you're coming to visit, like, what should they know before they get into Florida waters? Uh, be aware. Just, you know, a little bit of awareness, which I mean, is asking quite a bit. A little bit of awareness is kind of the cure to all of it. Don't let uh, fear ruin your trip because they're, you know, as long as you're not out in the wilderness area in the middle of, middle of nowhere by yourself swimming, or you're not swimming, uh, early dawn or late dusk, you're going to be fine. There's there's plenty of better things to worry about. You're more likely to get struck by lightning and uh, bit by a shark in the same day than have a bad alligator interaction. Oh, it's wow. just not going to happen. 
That's crazy. And there's been a lot of lightning. So yeah, just be, I think like you said, be aware is the best thing you can do in Florida. You know, it's swampland. We weren't necessarily supposed to be here, but we are. So yeah, there's a lot that you can do to keep yourself safe. You just got to expect every body of water. Just assume, you know, it, exactly. uh, everybody always says assuming's bad, but in this case, just assume and be aware and you'll be fine. I agree. You know, I grew up on the Clusahatchee River. So, I mean, even, even that, that goes right into the Gulf of Mexico, you're still seeing alligators even in there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they, uh, there's plenty of better things there. to worry about yeah. than having a bad alligator interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not the, not the way the good Lord made them. No. Yeah. <laughs> I have another no question, it. and it's pretty Please. dark and maybe a little alarming, but I've been listening to a lot of crime podcasts. Dark and alarming. Dark and, dark and Megan alarming. is both dark and alarming. Um, <laughs> if someone were to dispose of a body in an alligator swamp, my goodness, <laughs> would it leave no trace? Like, would they just eat a dead body? And, and she's not asking because she's trying to dispose. This is just, you know. I'm so You're sorry. starting a nuisance people program. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, so um, <laughs> it's funny you ask that because I actually did an interview with uh, one of the crime shows not too long ago where a lady and her lover killed her husband and tried to drop him out in the middle of a lake and have a bunch of alligators eat him up in Gainesville somewhere. It oh, didn't wow. didn't work out the way they wanted it to, but uh it depends on the time of the year. It depends on how long the th- how long the body's been sitting there. It you're not just gonna be able to drop an al- a body off somewhere and expect an alligator to eat it. That's just <laughs> not the way they work. Uh, everything would chew on it, you know. If you <laughs> right, it just no, it doesn't quite work that way. Right. you can't just go drop a drop a body off somewhere and expect it to be gone. That's uh, not how it works. Just just so, short short answer. Short answer. Right. Just so you know, if you notice that I'm not around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Then you'll know we, what we happened. Check the yeah, check. Look check for you in the somewhere. Right. Copy that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you you'd go. be surprised that stuff. You know, stuff like that happens. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, more often than we probably know, people mm-hmm. are. We're we are pretty dark sometimes and it's alarming. Sad. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, you're right. Dark and alarming. <laughs> you didn't call it. Right. You didn't call it. I mean, on to a lighter note. Yeah. Uh, tell us the story of uh, Chance the Snapper. Yeah, I'm very, I'm really excited to hear the details of this. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a story that changed my life. Um, try to keep the uh, emotions in here because it's an emotional story for me. But um, so I guess I guess two years ago, uh, in a, two years and a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting at the house. I'd been out catching alligators all morning. Um get a phone call from a, a lady in Chicago that had asked me if I heard this story uh, about this alligator up in Chicago. And I said, uh, yeah, I think I saw that on TV. Yeah, I think I saw it. Well, how would you, how would you uh, do what we're doing up here differently? And so the story goes, there was a gator up there uh, in a local park called Humboldt Park. It was uh, kind of swimming around enjoying the place. Somebody had dropped him in uh, mm. and, he was he was soaking up the Chicago vibes, um, so that they, they called me because they were having zero success catching this alligator. Um, asked me, you know, well, what what would you do differently? And I said, pretty much everything. Um, I do I do every I do everything you were doing differently. They said, well, you know, can you come up here and help us? Can you give us a price on what it would cost us? And I'm like, well. Okay, I don't know what you charge for something like that. I don't know. <laughs> right. I said I'll come. I said I'll come up there and get it done for. I don't know. I gave him a price. 
And about 10 minutes later, they said, well, when can you be here? Said, well, you know, it's Saturday morning. I said, I guess I can be there. Uh, I guess I can be there Monday. Well, no, we're going to need you here tomorrow morning. Ooh. I said, okay. So Overtime, I get on the plane. Oh, I guess I get on the plane. <laughs> I uh, fly up there and the place is uh, literally crazy. There's helicopters flying around. Wow. There's about a, a flying around. I mean, it's a, it's a park on the kind of the southwest side of Chicago. Uh-huh. There's helicopters buzzing around. There's about a dozen news crews. There's a mariachi band playing. Oh, my goodness. There's food trucks. There's all kinds of people selling T-shirts. And, I mean, everything you could possibly think of, it was happening. And maybe 5,000 people walking around looking for this alligator. Oh and I kind of went, what in the world is going on right now? <laughs> like, this is the, this is one of the craziest situations I've ever walked myself into. Um, and they said, well, what do you want us to do? Said, well, because uh, they have everybody. I asked for everybody that was kind of in charge of that area to meet me there so that chief of the police department from that side, fire, emergency management, everything, they all met like me there. Like it's Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty, well, they didn't. It, what's so cool about it is they didn't, you know, they don't have stuff like that up right. there. Right. And people weren't afraid. They were literally just uh, overtaken by joy Aww. with something like this in the city. You know, they, uh, the city officials were kind of panicked because they were worried about liability. Right. But the people who lived there were like, oh, my gosh. We have a chance to go see an alligator. Let's go to the park and check it out. You you wish Florida people down here would feel that way, right? But uh, yeah, it's a whole different story. But um, so you know, I got up there. I kind of looked around the place. I said, "Listen, need you to turn all the lights off around the pond." Or, well, it's a lake. I mean, it's a probably two square mile park. It's all water. It's I mean, it's a big place. So they turn all the lights off for me. They the police department kind of ring the place off overnight. Put, put fences and barricades up around the whole place, and they had cops stationed around the whole outside. Somebody would come in. It was really something else. Uh, first night I was there, I caught the alligator. Nice. Worked it out. You know, I was able to – I speak pretty fluent crocodilian, uh, <laughs> so I was able to call him out of where he was hiding uh-huh. and, and catch him. And um, they asked me after I called him, I said, you know, what's uh, what would you like to do while you're in Chicago? You know, I've always just wanted to go to Wrigley Field. I think it'd be cool to see a Cubs game. Heck yeah. And this is like 3 o'clock in the morning. I take, take it, you know, it's it's really, it's 3 in the morning. Jeez. And about 10 minutes later, a lady comes back and she goes, well, how do you feel about throwing out the first pitch of the Cubs game? Oh, my yes. God. Um, that sounds pretty epic. Yeah, I, I would enjoy that. <laughs> oh, my so, yeah, gosh. That, that kind of started a domino effect that, I mean, is still going on. I'm actually going up to Chicago Wednesday to oh. do a charity event. Um, that city has embraced me <laughs> unlike anything you could ever really quite imagine. Sorry, wow. I'm trying to pull back tears while talking about it, but, Aww. um, you know, I kind of didn't understand at the point, you know, I, I knew I was there to save an alligator. I didn't really understand a whole lot more than that. Um, I've pretty much done media and done different things for everybody up there, uh, with everybody up there. And I found out, I guess in November that I needed heart surgery, <clears throat> man pull together frank um and believe it or not you know i didn't have any insurance i've never been on a floor them i'm not a rich guy uh the city of chicago actually funded my my heart surgery for me wow. so, oh my god that was uh it was four months ago i had open heart surgery you know, i had a valve repaired and uh had a, a chest repair from when i was younger and uh yeah they they 
they ended up raising enough money to, to cover the whole bill for me. And it's, uh, it's been, a, it's, it's, like I said, when I say it's been an emotional story, it really has. It just, uh, wow, what a ride. Quite, quite a bit, you know, I'm trying to hold it together. Sorry. Well, <clears throat> can't it, cry on a podcast. Of right? course you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy how, you know, we always say when you do the right things, the right things are going to come back to you and think of all the alligators that you've saved over your life. And now alligator saved you. That's pretty yeah, wild. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's the same story I was telling you. It's uh, you go save an you go save an alligator in Chicago. And next thing you know, the the city and the, the alligator save you. You know, it's a true story. I, I that would have been uh that I think the total bill from that surgery was seven hundred and seventy thousand bucks. And Whoa. They raised enough through a GoFundMe page to allow me to settle with the hospital, and it was uh, incredible. Pretty amazing. Yeah, a lot a lot more than me going on there. You know, I say that all the time. Wow. It's uh, you know I. You ain't got to be a person of faith to to kind of notice sometimes when something something is a lot more than you, and yeah. this is all a lot more than me. You know, I, I believe it's the good Lord working it out for me. You know, everybody can believe what they want to, but you know, it's that's where I'm at with it. You know, I, I it's I it's too many coincidences to believe else uh, elsewhere, and I, I don't need right. to believe anything else. Can I get an amen? Amen, man. Amen. I love it. Yep. Wow, we're at church now on a Thursday night. I yeah. love it. This yeah, is great. It, it, even crazier than that, I actually accepted the Lord in my life seven years of the day for going from going up there in Chicago. Wow. So it just, wow. yeah, the whole thing just kind of came a, a whole round interesting circle. You know, you understand why you're put in positions and put in places sometimes, and yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's the yeah the whole story to it. But, that is so beautiful, and that's honestly that's how we found you. You know, we were we were researching, uh, you know, trying to find an alligator expert. Uh, that would have some cool <laughs> stories to tell. I see Chance the Snapper and I'll, with a Cubs shirt on, and I'm like, "Who's this guy from Chicago?" Thinking he's an alligator expert. Uh, and then when I re- <laughs> when I researched a little bit more, we found you. And so it's it's all obviously, you know, I'm sure you've been able to influence so many people since, uh, you know, since meeting Chance the Snapper. But we were so happy to have you on talking to us. I just realized but, Chance the Snapper is because it's Chicago. Yeah, because Chance the Rapper, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, that whole story's been uh, <laughs> special in other ways, too. Because, I mean, like you're saying, there, you don't hear a whole lot of good stories about alligators. Right. And this was the rare story you hear about an alligator that's good. And it went super loud the way it did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been able to go up there and, on top of that, do animal rescue events for Chicago Animal Care and Control, get a bunch of animals adopted find a bunch of homes for, you know, a bunch of animals that otherwise probably wouldn't still be here. Uh, the, the whole thing's just, it's given back to everybody. And that's what I told them originally when it all worked out. I said, we don't find a way to bless as many people as we possibly can with this story. We have really, really screwed up. So yeah, that's where I've been with the thing the whole time. Somebody asked me for an interview, wants to talk to me. I never tell anybody, no, I'll talk to anybody about anything, anytime they want to. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude. And we are so happy that you spent some time here with us tonight. And I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, we have to know more about Alligator Frank and what he's doing. So tell us where our followers and our listeners can find you on social media and learn a little bit more about years again. Yeah, I'm at uh, on all social media at Alligator Rob, R-O-B-B, two B's. Um, and you can uh, you can find us at, at ears.org. It's E-E-A-R-S-S dot org. On Facebook, it's uh, Ears by Alligator Rob. Uh, we'll be doing some uh, events here coming up uh, over here on the East Coast, but that'll all be uh, put on our on our face- Facebook page or on our uh, website as it comes. But 
yeah, if there's businesses that are looking for uh, somebody to, to sponsor or people looking for a, a good cause to donate to, we could sure use the help. Perfect. Well, I'm sure that people are going to be checking you guys out even more now. And thank you so much again for coming on. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yes, thank you. I appreciate thank you all very much. Thank you guys for having me. Well, he was a toot. Yeah, he was. Toot of all toots. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. Well, okay. I need, I need a break. That alligator conversation got me a little warm and hot. And then uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking a little bit more specifically about where you can see some alligators on your next trip. Hang tight. Okay, Garrett, it's time for bed. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Can you, can, you, can you tell me a story first? All right, one story, and then it's nighty-night for you. Do you remember the one about Meggie Locks and the three cocktails? <gasps> oh my gosh, I love this one. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Meggie Locks. She went for a walk on the beach. Pretty soon, she came upon a tiki bar. She sat down in the bar, and immediately she was served three beautiful cocktails. Meggie Locks can never resist a free drink. She tasted the first one and realized the straw was plastic. No, plastic is terrible for the environment. I can't drink this. So, she tasted the second drink. Gross. The straw's all soggy, and all I taste is paper. So, she tasted the last cocktail. Mmm, this hay straw is perfect. She said happily and enjoyed the rest of her delicious margarita. Well, Garrett, what's the moral of the story? <sighs> that when you use hay straws, all natural, 100%, biodegradable, gluten-free, and never soggy straws, you're actually doing your part to help take care of our planet. They can be tossed right in the compost bin after and will break down naturally and return to the circle that's right, big guy. Good night, Steph. Good night, Garrett. We can all sleep a little easier thanks to Haystraws. <laughs> Visit Haystraws.com to find out more. That was sharp, right? <laughs> I brought it back quick. Nice. Uh, like Cricket's over here like, I nah. don't want to be eaten by an alligator. We didn't ask him anything about do alligators like chihuahuas. Oh my God, protect your dogs. Yeah. That does happen. Protectyourdogs.com. That guy that like, like ripped it out of the alligator's mouth. That's right. Yeah, that... <laughs> But uh, dogs are a lot more um, similar like, to prey like than otters, a human is. Like otters. Yeah. Do, we, do, I, do we want to go there? No. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I've got a question for you guys. Have you even been to Florida if you haven't seen an alligator? Huh? Imagine yeah. like, right? coming to Florida for the first yeah. time and not seeing one. Like what a waste of a trip. Right. Like do you think that they're just everywhere? They are yeah. everywhere. Right. Uh, we got, are we you got, asking like the people that have never been? Right. <laughs> we got one in the but, like They're not like at the gas station, but they yeah. could be. Well, yeah. But we got not. one in the neighborhood we're building right now. Yeah, I believe that. And you won't find them in every single body of water. Like, they might be but there. But they could be. But they are hard to find. Mm -hmm. Definitely, like, alligator, Rob said. Mm -hmm. So go to, like, a wildlife preserve or a sanctuary. Oh, totes. Where they can, like, really live their best life. You'll yeah. find them. Yeah. No, it's, uh, and that, that's actually a subject we always, because we have a lot of homeowners that are from 
like not Florida. Mm. It's our first time living here. Mm-hmm. And we're like, just letting you know, you're living on a lake. There will be alligators. There so will be. Yeah. Don't and just, just chill. allow your animals to chill. Around. Right. Just don't put your like hamster out there and everything's fine. Yeah. You know? Uh, but if you check out visitflorida.com, there's actually a whole page dedicated to the most popular places to see alligators. Uh, there's Everglades National Park. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been there? No. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I, me and one of my friends, when we went in third grade or fourth grade, we counted the amount of alligators we saw. And we probably saw even more, but like right. the ones we were able to count on the bus at, mm-hmm. the, at the Everglades, it was over 200. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, it looks like the main entrance is actually in Homestead, and that leads to the Flamingo Visitor Center, uh, and you can see alligators from the walking trails, uh, and I think there's some different, um, like, ways you can get out into the the Everglades, like the, what do you call it, the airboats? Airboats. You'll see alligators. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, And then there's a highway, Interstate 75, which us Floridians call. I-75? Nope. Alligator Alley. That's the one. Uh, yep. Alligator Alley. Wait. Wait for it. Alligator Alley. There it is. Uh, Megan, why is it called Alligator Alley? Because alligator. exactly what you would expect. You see alligators all alligators. along the alley. There's like a fence, and then right beyond the fence mm-hmm. is like alligators. marsh area. And yeah. It's just alligators. You see them chilling. You usually only see them when they're sunbathing, but they do enjoy a good sunbathing. So oh, yeah. You'll see them There's actually yeah. water that runs on both sides of the interstate. So if you're not the driver, but any of the passengers, uh, you can just stare at the banks and you'll just see them. You'll see them yeah, out. Yeah, don't stare while driving. Yeah. And they're like, I think they're not camouflaged per se, but they're not but quite can, as yeah. easy to spot as you yeah. would think. They're yeah. like a dark... They're not Almost like black. They're not color. green. They like do look yeah, they're not green black. like a cartoon. They're not really black, but they do look black, especially yeah. next to like the lush greenery. Right. And I think it's a little bit easier to spot them when it's cooler out because they'll get out of the water, you know, to get sun. And you see them sunbathing a little bit more. Carol Baskin. Huh? What a great name for a sunbathing alligator. Uh, let's see <laughs> where else. Um, it says here uh, anywhere in the Everglades. So even like Corkscrew Swamp, like we talked about, is part of the Everglades. Uh, there's as many as 200,000 alligators in the Everglades. Yeah, it's crazy. And you only saw 200 of them. Yeah. 200 of the 200,000. Uh, and then there's this other place. You might remember it from our skunk ape episode with skunk ape dave Mm. so not only can you find the skunk ape here but you can also find a lot of alligators at mayaka river state park camp there once did you did you see either an alligator or a skunk ape did not see skunk ape saw many alligators okay well yeah that makes sense because there's not as many skunk apes as there are alligators do you think like they like have like a mutual respect for each other the skunk ape and the alligator right they vibe Absolutely. They probably do like weird stuff. Like, you know, sometimes you'll see, um, what the heck is it? Like, wait, you see like a duck riding an elephant or something. Like you might see a skunk ape water skiing on two alligators. (laughs) You know, I have seen it. (laughs) Have you even been to Florida? If you haven't seen a skunk ape. That should be a sticker. I could even see skunk apes being scared of alligators because I think skunk apes are a lot uh, more like, they're not as like brave as you'd expect. I think they're they're a little, little, Skunk apes? I think they're little bitches. They're they're, excuse me, don't call them little bitches. That's rude. They're definitely cautious because if they weren't, we would be seeing them all the time. 
Yeah. And if you haven't, like, picked it up from this conversation yet, Mm -hmm. Steph, Garrett, and I wholeheartedly believe that the skunk ape is real. It's not a matter of it. We don't have to believe it's real. Dave said. Dave said, if you go back to episode, uh, insert whatever episode number it was, check out the skunk ape episode. Dave tells us unequivocally that skunk apes are real. Where you can find them. And I don't care. He's. I'm pretty sure he said, like, I don't care if you care. That I, I know here. that they're real. Right. I live here and I see them. <laughs> so if you want to know more about that, uh, yeah, I recommend listening to the Skunk Ape episode. It's a long one. It is a long one, but totally worth it. Uh, and then there's some alligator attractions. I don't know if you've ever been to Gatorland. I have not. Me neither. Maybe. I don't know. Garrett, you have? You have been there? Because your mom said that you have. Oh, I guess <laughs> Your I mom said you went we to We talked about another episode and she was. you said you haven't been there, but like you have. Like, I mean. <laughs> Gosh, so you don't appreciate there. anything she does for you, you know? Yeah, it was. It was what was you. that? I thought you were, yeah. were going to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> like, Something's going on here. Anyway. Um, and then there's a place called the St. Augustine Alligator Farm Zoological Park where you can zip line over alligators and crocodiles. That's pretty cool. That and is cool. And you can cool. like release whenever you feel like it. Yeah, just right, yeah. right onto right the, the... And the then pit. you can also water ski with oh, an alligator. Oh. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, and then there's another um, popular mini golf uh, conglomerate oh, alligator golf. called Smuggler's Cove Adventure Golf. Are you- they have five locations around Florida. Oh, yeah, there's one in... Conglomerate? Conglomerate. I'm not sure if that's the right word. That is the <laughs> official word for when you have five or more, five or more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mini golf courses. There's one in Fort... Uh, going down closer to close to Fort Myers Beach. Yeah. Uh, they're all over the <laughs> west coast of Florida. Uh, they have large ponds of baby gators. Um, what lots of. I don't know. Do they stay... Th- this small? might be one of those things that Magic. Alligator Rob is like, don't support them. We should have asked. Uh, and their round of... Uh, after a round of mini golf, you can feed the alligators, and that might. Yeah, I don't know. You can feed the alligators. Where else can you? There's yeah, another place whatever. you can feed the alligators. The Shell Factory in Fort oh, Myers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you haven't no, been Fort there, Myers. that's cool. Uh, they actually take in a lot of exotic pets that people are like, either have passed away and their family members don't want to take care of them, or you get into something. Uh, with bad decision making and you realize you can't actually take care of it and they that's take, yeah. more accurate yeah uh and it's a pretty cool place to see rehomed pets yeah and alligators just before i forget mm-hmm. um alligator rob gave me some uh some steve Irwin vibes with his passion for alligators. Yeah. yeah i was gonna say i did not hear an accent no, I, not like, because yeah. he's <laughs> like love for the animals. Yeah, yeah, gave me some Steve Irwin vibes. How can how could you work with animals like that, especially all your life, and then native animals, and not just fall in love with them? And to like know them on a level that no one else like understands. Right, like, people obviously have so many right. misconceptions, and he just feels like he has to Make be their advocate because he knows them so well. Kind yeah, he's got good Dave too. Right. Yeah. And they're so important, you know. And I know that's kind of that's kind of like my go to question when we're talking about. Um, you know, native wildlife. So when we talk to the Save the Manatee Club, when we talk to Skunk Cake Dave, when we now talk to Alligator Frank, it's like, what is happening in the ecosystem that you can't even understand? That if you don't protect the coral, you don't protect the manatees, you don't protect the alligators, what's going to happen? And he blew my mind with some of that stuff. But it's like, you know, come here or live here, respect it, and it'll take care of you, Right. right? Exactly. I love it. What a magical episode this was. It was, it was. delightful. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, do you have any final thoughts about alligators? 
I've always like I've never like I mean I, it, it's always in the back of your mind when you're in a freshwater uh thing, body of water. Why was I a freshwater thing? thing like a conglomerate of water? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always in the back of your mind, but nothing's ever happened before, and yeah, it's reassuring. I've water skied in yeah, lakes where I've seen alligators. I've gone uh, not base jumping. That's too. That's too <laughs> going extreme. Base yeah. jumping, uh, but the, you Platform. know. Yeah, diving. Uh, there's always alligators everywhere. I've never heard of or seen anyone get hurt by one, or even like approached by one. And it, and I think it's the same kind of kind of whole thing as sharks too. Yeah, you know? like right, right. Like it, it, it is. I think it's a case of mistaken identity a lot of the time. And yeah, I think it's the same things that the things that you hear or you're about, in their territory. The mm-hmm. things that you hear about are the things that you remember are the scary things. Like I think sensationalized. About how they like clamp down and they do like a death roll and they simultaneously drown you and break all the bones in your body. Nobody wants that to happen. And that, that's like to me. That's what I think about is death roll. Alligator death roll. <laughs> Not oh, their blood freaking clots at a level that we've never seen and could save lives. Like, oh, that's news. Right. That's important It's almost like alligators are not so much Steve Irwin, but Chuck Norris. Maybe. Yeah. I get that. One thing Mm -hmm. I think we should have asked him, and I kind of wish I did, was um, about the overpopulation of pythons and how that's hurting. Oh. Great question, Garrett. I came up with... Jeez. Part two. I had it in my head. I was like, oh, I don't want to steer from the script. No. We we love going off script. What script? Yeah, there's no script. We wing this start to finish. Uh, Anyway, don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. And thank you for tuning in to Just a Podcast in Paradise. We're so happy that you took time to hang out with us. We would love it if you would subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed your time with us tonight. If you're looking for a way to show us some love and copies of every week's cocktail recipe, check out our Patreon so we can continue to work hard to make your next Florida vacation the most memorable trip that you've ever had. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Just Take a Dip for daily updates on what's happening around Florida. And check out our YouTube channel, Just a Day in Paradise, for destination ideas, restaurant reviews, unboxing things you might want to take on your next trip, and copycat recipes from some of our favorite places in paradise we're wishing you a little bit of sunshine wherever you are and we hope to see you in paradise soon say goodbye everybody goodbye everyone goodbye yeah, goodbye even Chucha saying goodbye Bye, Chucha. oh wait you know the sound that baby alligators make it's like Ooh. bye all you baby alligators out there bye you baby alligators